0: <laughs> My section up next, that's facts My bitch wet, that's facts We got hitters on the back, that's facts My the triple the You know we hold it down If it ain't about the bread Then you can close your mouth yeah. I don't condone no clowns We solid in Pomona Town My section of next That's facts My bitches get wet
1: That's facts Oh boy! That's, that's a collab of Roaches Of course, Griff Parker Who provides so much music here To the Josh Potter show And of course, a Roach That's always crawling out From under the floorboards To come see me on uh, shows That I'm doing in Southern California Savvy Sosa, Pomona's own. He always comes out to shows. He's the man, wrapping up. He's always in the comments section. Show him love. Thank you so much for collaborating, getting together, and making this number. That's facts. I think this is Griff Parker rapping. I've never heard Griff Parker's voice. Got suckers on I think that's send him. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. They didn't mention a third person on the track, so I apologize if I'm missing somebody. But I appreciate that very much. show at gmail.com is where you can send in anything you'd like to contribute, if it's music or if it's a roach reporting of some kind, something you'd want us to discuss on the show, or you can even just... Tell me how your day's going. I am Josh Potter, and uh, I'm coming up. I'm going to be in Poughkeepsie, New York. Big-time stuff. uh, Going to New York State, the Empire State. New York! Not the city, though. Poughkeepsie, New York, June 1st. June 2nd and 3rd, I'll be in Saratoga Springs, New York. Uh, June 1st will be at the Laugh It Up Comedy Club in Poughkeepsie. June 2nd and 3rd, the Comedy Works in Saratoga Springs. So please to be buying tickets for those at Josh underscore Potter is the Instagram at J underscore Potter is the Twitter. Other than that, keep rating, reviewing, subscribing. And I want to let you know, I do got a Patreon. I never really talk about it. It's bad that I don't talk about it. I should talk about it more. It's only five bucks a month. And uh, me and uh, my buddy Matt Bergman do a podcast for you every week. Got some bonus things. And this week, actually, I'm going to start uh, fucking around with live streaming on the Patreon. And um, for the patrons, you can join me on the live stream. I'm going to just send out the Zoom link to all of them. So uh, whoever wants it, actually, really. I don't know how many, what the limit is yet on Zoom link givingaways, but it'll be a nice hang. So if you want to join up now, maybe it's a perfect time to get involved because I'm going to be starting to do that this week. So let's get into the show. Kirsten's here. Alex, Rob, how are y'all?
0: Good. <laughs> I almost had a roach for you, but um, I got too scared. I to saw that <laughs> on uh, Instagram.
1: You were you trapped one in a drawer.
0: I mean, I didn't trap it. He's living there. He's taken up just a living situation. Can
1: I say something gross? This yes. is kind of hoardersy. I have a big walk-in closet in my spare bedroom, and I keep some stuff in there. And in the back corner is a giant roach that died a long time ago, but I have not taken its corpse out. <laughs> But I just know it's back there somewhere, because I saw it one day, and I go, "Ugh, I'll take care of that later." And then I just like a week went by, and I go, "That roach is still back in there." And it's I just don't go in that closet really anymore, unless unless it's to grab something, and I grab something real quick on the other side of it, and then I leave. So it's back there somewhere. Is that hoardersy?
0: Um, no, I mean kind of ish. It's dead, so it's (laughs) dead. So like half your problem's done. This one is very much alive. Oh no, um, it's very much scurrying out underneath equipment that I need to get. Can you to. hear
1: it when it moves? Uh yeah. Ew.
0: Yeah. Cause they have those weird little legs that they don't shave.
1: Is it like one of the ones here on this cake? I don't know if it's visible. Honestly,
0: the... it's not far from that size.
1: I mean am I behind the cake? I don't even know. But there is a beautiful <laughs> cake sitting in front of me. Yeah we can see the cake. Yeah, I didn't know if I was like hiding behind it or not. <laughs> but beautiful cake. Thank you to Period Pastries for uh, sending that in. Now I don't even know what the occasion is, but that's even more of an occasion. Thank you so much. There's an ashtray of cigarettes that are a piece of the cake. <laughs> it's got to be the most like mindfuck of a cake to eat, probably, with the roaches and cigarette butts and ash on it. It's hilarious. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. It's incredibly well done. It looks like one of those things on Netflix where I don't know if I'm... Cutting in half into a real ashtray or is it? Is it a real ashtray or is it a cake? <laughs> this one's a cake. Thank the Lord. Oh, boy. I was riding in an Uber here. I decided I, I made a hot take on Twitter today. I said that, uh, and I don't know if I'm going to offend anyone in the booth, I find jazz insufferable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope we get jazz remixes for the intro <laughs> so bad. I
1: cannot bear it. Oh my lord. And I don't here's the thing, it's a specific jazz. Because I was in a I was in a jazz band (laughs) at one point in my life, played alto sax, but we played like classical gas and shit. We didn't play like you know, it was all band shit. So it was like you know You know what I mean? Like that kind of dumb shit. You know, like the shit you'd play in a suit. And then now I'm not I'm, the shit that I can't stand is the ones where it's like fucking all over the place and it's just like this is noise. This is like I feel like an old man saying that about rock music or something but I'm like this is a cacophony of nonsense and it's drilling a hole in my brain. I'm talking about this shit. I'm like in an Uber like this. This was in an Uber.
0: Okay, I can I can respect your opinion if this is the time. I'm of like sitting in the back of this going about. like I <laughs>
1: This is how I get. (laughs) I don't know if that's translating, but that's like a bomb. It's it's translating.
2: translating.
1: I'm like, do I take the wheel and just drive us off the road? Because that's what I feel like I'm going to do. I'm in one of those modes where it's like, I can't
2: handle it. I always feel like that type of jazz is made to be heard in the room. Like it, it, when you're With in the it, band like there? when you're when a you're in it, room. it makes a lot. <laughs> like when you're listening to it in like the smoky bar, it makes sense. <laughs> but like in the back of an Uber, like you, you lose every part of like the charm.
1: I gotta be on some serious devil's lettuce to get into the mood. <laughs> yeah, I think if I'm at a bar, that's what's I'm happening
2: like, at a jazz bar. I don't know what we're jazz, talking about. Some here. Jazz yeah, cabbage. yeah, I know
1: some jazz cabbage. Maybe that'll help me. But I smoke a lot of weed, and I get into these Ubers, and when it's fucking. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. I started looking out the window like, this ride is 25 minutes. I'm going to just drive off the fucking road. I'm going to take a fucking piano wire and put it around the neck of the driver and take us both out like the fucking, like, Two-Face and Batman. <laughs> oh, I did get an email at joshpottershow at uh, com. This has nothing to do with jazz. I just wanted to get that off my chest. Oh, it was very nice, though. Chloe Capri who I'm a big fan of. She actually tweeted to me. She goes, I wish you could hear it the way I hear it. And I was like, I wish I could hear it the way you hear it too. Let's Maybe if we hang out, you can show me. That'd be cool. So I'm going to shoot my shot with Chloe Capri. Anyhow, I just declared that right here on the podcast. We got an email at at gmail.com that says, Hello, Josh and team. Big fan of your show. I, like Miss O'Donnell, am not so well versed in the world of sports, but you being my sole source of sports news allows me to mostly understand and participate in the guy's group chat when it takes a turn into athletics. So big thanks. I ran into this very old story from a hometown paper and thought, you may find some interest in it. So that was the sports thing was aside from it. And I've got some, I've got a hot sports day coming up later in the program during the sports section And I've had it with these NBA (laughs) people, I gotta tell you. I've had it. We'll get into it, but we'll do that later. Right now it's the news, and this is actually an old timey news. Extra, extra. Read all about it. A woman in 1894, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, roach infested house, has 17 roaches extracted from her ear. The more things change, the more the pores stay the same, it seems. Sources below, second page near the bottom, your friend and first-time roach reporter, Shane. So, yes, we have the article someplace. Uh, oh, down at the bottom. Look at that. Thank you. Uh, but we do have, a, is there, isn't there? there like a picture of the uh, parchment or something that it was printed upon? I sent with it, but I don't know if that's what this reads. Yeah. Southern Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, December 14th. Mrs. Fly. Her name is Mrs. Fly. Mm-hmm. That's depressing. Anywho, Mrs. Fly, what a conundrum of a name as she has 17 roaches in her ear, of 49 Canal Street, West Bethlehem, had 17 cockroaches taken from one of her ears yesterday by her husband. And so this is in 1894. They don't have like cute little tweezers, I'd imagine. Her husband was probably in there with a fucking wrench. (laughs) <laughs> pulling these fucking things out who knows about 10 days ago mrs fly felt a pain in her ear she thought it was the result of a cold but when it grew worse she applied a liniment that's some old timey shit right there i'd imagine a liniment anyone anyone i actually looked that up and it's basically just like a lotion a liniment yeah that's like a when they'd be like come town to the corner store and get your potions <laughs> Get your elixirs and potions and liniments. This did not relieve her, and her husband dropped a small quantity of uh, camphorated oil in the air. The pain continued. <laughs> is that what that word is, Camphorated. Yep. All right, I don't fucking know, a bunch of old-timey bullshit. Mr. Fly, ble- I can't believe he didn't put leeches on her <laughs> face to fucking get him out. Mr. Fly blew tobacco smoke into his wife's ear. Well, that'll do it. I I think you should. That's like modern times. I blow. If I get a cut on my leg, (laughs) if I have a creak in my neck, I just blow smoke on it and go, it'll clean it right up. His surprise uh, may be imagined because when he uh, saw a live roach crawl out of the ear with a hairpin, he then extracted five more. So they're just like up in her fucking brain. (laughs) I mean, how big is this woman's ear? (laughs) I would have been concerned if she said they pulled them out of her pussy. But her (laughs) ear, that's small. That's tight quarters. I can't even imagine one getting in my little tiny ears. Everyone comments how small my fucking ears are. I like that the tobacco smoke, he's like. And then they're like, they just start crawling out. (laughs) They know, they love, the roaches love tobacco smoke, don't we? What's that? And then they crawl out. At intervals since uh, then, more than them have been taken from Mrs. Fly's ear until 17 in all have been extracted. The house in which they live is full of roaches. So this woman's just going to bed at night and they're all like, what a heavy sleeper. She doesn't even give a shit that they're crawling on her face. 1894. But yes, this goes along the lines of your story with, now are you going to be even more nervous? You got to get rid of this Uh, thing. What if it makes babies and they all crawl into your ear? That's
0: what I'm so, don't. Put that in my mind. That's like my <laughs> biggest fear is like having a bug under my skin or just like yes. embedded in me. But I already feel like he probably is. He's probably in there, just laying eggs inside my tripods and stuff. That's the thing. They
1: got to be babies, and they hatched in there.
0: This one's big. This one is like he's like this big. Well, he's not
1: fitting in your ear.
0: He's coming to the studio next time. No, you uh, can't.
1: You can't bring him in your car. Well, he's gonna- a mascot. I mean, we can find another one that's local, I'm sure. Are you going to bring yours? We don't need to transport. I mean, my dead one, I should just taxidermy it at this point and hang it on my wall. It's huge to the point where I'm like, I don't, that closet, we don't go on that side. (laughs) Someday I've got to get a coroner in there to take its body out. I've got to call like fucking pest control and be like, can you extract this roach corpse from my fucking closet? (laughs) Because goddamn, it's terrifying. Oh, boy. 1894. She's lucky it's just roaches that were in her. That, I have that fear, too, <laughs> by the way, with the, like, scabies. You ever see the mummy, you know, in the... um little little bugs what are they called uh, I thought scarabs? they were scarabs? scarabs I was calling them scabies
2: <laughs> scabies <laughs> isn't fun either
1: what's scabies that's like herpes or something
2: no it, those are like it's tiny like crotch lies no uh-huh. uh, it's like they're insects that live under your skin it's, it's, mites. it's mites mites, it's mites. so Ooh. it's kind of the same kind of, eh. like scabies the mites, what is the other one
1: scarabs scarabs these ones are like <laughs> big ones they <that> just go <laughs> and then they like leave a little bubble on your skin and you watch it crawl into your heart and kills you yikes don't pull that up I don't want to see a scarab but I uh, yeah I have that you ever see the movie Bug it's with uh, Ashley Judd and Michael Shannon and they uh, you know they start having this whirlwind romance and they start going like the government's listening to us so they put tinfoil up in their entire uh, like house they tinfoil all the walls and they think that the government is also injecting bugs into them. So they're spraying everything down. Very COVID-like thing, well before COVID even existed, but they're spraying, they're like cleaning everything, they're spraying everything down. And really what it is, is they're just on meth the whole time. You find out at the oh, end. Yeah. Spoiler it, alert, they really were on messy. meth the whole time.
0: I kind of want to watch it now, though, though. Yeah, it's
1: kind of fun. But <laughs> it makes you think like you have bugs in too because they're all like, <sighs> they're like scratching at themselves and shit. But it's meth. Don't worry, folks. <laughs> it's only meth. It's just they're just two meth heads in a trailer. At the end, it's kind of uh, a, a sounds letdown. Like home. But let's get into the news officially. Let's get out of this pest control talk and into the serious business. I shot my shot with Chloe Capri to start the show off, but here we have an OnlyFans fan who probably shouldn't have shot their shot to start things off in the news, an Australian OnlyFans model has revealed an awkward discovery that her stepfather was her number one customer. Now, if that's not a Maury episode, where's Maury today? Have these be your episodes. Forget the you are the father. Be like, your stepfather's jerking off to you. Is your stepfather jerking off to you? Let's see here. Survey says I don't know what he says anymore. You, what does he say? What he, he says, you're the father. He just, what does he does he say the the results are in or what does he say? He just he said, like, like
0: results yeah. are in. Survey says I thought it he said is survey. your stepfather. Yeah,
1: and here your stepfather has bought every pay per view video that you've ever made. A new wh- South Wales, Australia-based woman who posts on TikTok under the handle Taha. Shared in a video on Tuesday that she'd ruined her mom's marriage after finding out that this gentleman, who was her stepfather, spent almost two grand Australian on her content and had requested custom-made videos. Two grand Australian. What's that like? Two hundred bucks. <laughs> I
2: think they're dollars. Okay. Not
1: only do I want to see the conversion rate, I want to see what this lady looks like. See if I, you know, if I can go. Well, stepdad, I kind of get it. It's your not your not your real it's daughter. It's about thirteen hundred dollars U.S. 1300 and that's your number one customer what does this lady look like let's see we got to help her out at least with OnlyFans. that's her she's cute enough i don't know what she's doing on there does that her where she talks about it uh she's gonna be like yeah "Yeah, my stepdad yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna hear some australian talk stepdad was my My stepdad on my naughty website my naughty website you're all
0: thinking oh stepdad fantasy could have made content from it blah
1: blah blah that's not business woman right there we weren't (laughs) thinking that for the record (laughs) and maybe if you were thinking that you would have a number one customer that spent more than 1300 dollars so far anywho
0: this man had been in my life since i was 11 years old and spent $2,000 $2,000 on custom content, every single custom. video That's that I big. sent out. When I caught him, he denied it to all of his friends, and obviously my mom got rid of him straight away. But yeah, if you want to talk about family trauma, my stepdad watched me have SEX with my partner for two months.
1: Wow. Can't uh, abide such idiocy any longer. No, that is bad they, I mean, wow, gaza- that's basically like, well, I've seen this girl grow up and now I'm going to watch her fuck two grand if it's on customs, depending on how the period of time that is actually a substantial amount of money. And boy, oh boy, I like how she's like, ah, we could have made some content here. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Imagine, like, since she was 11, he never once gave her an allowance. He wouldn't until this moment.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, he's like, hey, you know, make up for all the (laughs) times you mowed the lawn for free. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, here's the thing. How do you get caught, guy? I mean, did you you have your name be what your name is? I mean, make it something completely oblivious. I I just don't understand how one would get caught here. It says uh, I ruined my mom's marriage, yada, yada, yada. So when I first started my website, I had this customer who was my number one customer, bought every single thing that I sent him. He was pretty much a follower since the beginning. We would talk every day. He made custom requests, very specific things. He's like, can you go into the one? He knows like the the (laughs) layout of the house. Can you go into your kitchen and I don't know, if you have a lazy Susan in the corner, maybe like do it on top of that. She's like, how did he know I had a hollow ladies lazy Susan? I can't do fucking Australian. <laughs> We would talk every day. That's so fucking wild. Within two months, the user, who also had an account on TikTok with the same handle, had spent two Gs. The social media platform informed her that they were also in her phone contacts. Well, that is... You don't link up all your contact info, guy. Come on. Once again. Can't uh, abide such idiocy any longer. I went absolutely mental trying to figure out who this person was from my contacts. It was my father. That's pretty British. I don't
0: know what I'm doing. You sound like Arthur Knight right
1: now. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I. My name is not Adrian Vesterlander Denton. Den, whatever was his name? I can't remember. I believe your new one was Nigel Rickenbottom. <laughs> Nigel Rickenbottom I can't walk. I narrowed it down to six people, and one of them was my stepdad. I went in with my gut feeling, and I messaged the website account, and I said, I know who this is. Within two minutes, I got a text from my stepdad saying, Hey, can we talk, Tay? The woman said her stepfather had been a part of her life since she was 11 years old. When I caught him, he denied it to all of his friends, and obviously my mom got rid of him straight away. That's a long... I mean, I don't know how she how old she is now. Please, Lord, let it at least be a decade. Uh, But that's a long time to be with somebody and not know that they're that they're a nefarious sort. But, yeah, if you want to talk about family trauma, my stepdad watched me have sex with my partner for two months. The woman told the Daily Telegraph that her stepfather had left the family home and was no longer in contact with them, and she blocked him. From my pages on all platforms. Well, that seems silly, because if he's gone, if he's out of the picture, the mom got rid of him. Collect the checks, sweeting. I mean, come on. And at least, I mean, at least let the guy have the have the OnlyFans account. At this point, I mean, who the hell? At that point, it's over. Collect the money. He wouldn't even come into the house to collect his belongings while I was there. I have not heard from him since the day I called him out. She urged other people who create content on the adult content site to be comfortable that it is highly likely someone from your school, gym, workplace, or family is watching your every move. Yeah, but they're participating. He wasn't, I mean, granted, this is weird because it is so close in proximity to your mother and your family, and it's a guy that raised you, essentially. But if it's someone in your From your gym or your school or your workplace. That's who you hope is watching, I would imagine. Isn't that the whole point to get some people out there and have them watching and paying for your content? Sure, not your stepdad. But the guy from the gym, give him a break. He's contributing to small businesses. More than a thousand people took to the comments of the woman's video, writing that they not expected her story to take the twist that it did. I was imagining you selling earrings and necklaces and was thinking that, sweetie, supporting your business, one wrote. A second commented, I thought by website you meant selling jewelry or a craft. Well, those people are fucking R-words. I mean, what are they talking about? Your stepdad's on your Etsy? (laughs) Idiot woman! Get the... I mean, let the guy, at this point, let him subscribe. You know, he's just going to make another one. I mean, uh, and then he's going to be sending in. You can't, blo- unless you can block credit cards. I don't think you can prevent him from just being like, well, it all went up in flames. Might as well hop back on a subscription. What do you say, you know? Well, moving along. We have a story from T-Bone, who, by the way, T-Bone is just going hard in the paint for this Roach Reporter of the Year in 2023. If you want to compete with him, you got to send things in, Show at gmail.com. But i got to tell you, I was inundated with T-Bone reports this week to the point where I was like, I guess I'm picking majority of T-Bone reports. I mean, he really is trying to make up for his error early in the year, I must say. This is about a trick that I've heard about. Many times, it's almost like a Saturday morning cartoon trope at this point, but it's about a baggage trick that a gentleman uh, took upon himself to actually do, and he got fined by the airline. So it says here, Another day, another traveler with a bold new strategy to game the luggage fine system. An Australian teen... What's with all these fucking Australians? (laughs) An Australian teen was slapped with a fine after attempting to circumvent an airline baggage fee. By donning more than 13 pounds of clothing, as seen in a video blowing up online, so he did the old "I'm just going to wear all my clothes." This is like every every open micer's joke about Spirit Airlines, how they get on there without paying the baggage fee. This is all this guy, this person. It's a boy, right? Or is it a it's girl? It's a lady. It's a, it's a lady. lady. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a. It didn't say in this thing. Sorry for misgendering. So she decided to just wear a bunch of her clothes so she could avoid the uh, extra weight fee. I look like a bear. I'm a small and petite, uh, but I looked like the exact opposite, Adriana said. She's 19. She was wearing a bazillion clothes, 13 pounds of them to be exact. How do you go through the old TSA with that, though? Because they're really like, you know, they don't let you wear a jacket through that thing. And then they patch you down. I wear a hoodie. She was flying off Australia, right? So they, don't, so they have don't have TSA in Australia. That's an FAA not, not, thing, not, isn't
2: it? No, she's flying not to America.
1: They don't have TSA. I don't think so. Oh my lord! Well, what's going on? Who's who's gonna stop? Uh, what if uh, you know? When you get in, Osama bin Laden wants to get on one of their
2: planes. I, they're not as concerned.
1: They don't care. They got jumbo jets too. They could they, just they ha- fly fail. one of those.
2: They don't think two ounces of water is gonna do anything.
1: I guess. I guess not. That's crazy. I. For, I. For, well, I did go to. Um, I did travel. I mean, I feel like traveling in Europe, I there was TSA. I thought it was an FAA regulation that circumvents, you know, jurisdictions, I thought. But hey, whatever. I guess we're just, you know, flying loose out there in Australia. You guys don't care if they fly one of those jets into the opera house or whatever? Fly one into a kangaroo? I mean, I don't know what's out there.
2: Says here that uh, domestic travel in Australia is not subject to powder, liquid, aerosol, and gel restrictions.
1: Oh, my God. Now we're just informing the terrorists. <laughs> even they don't want. They're like, I'm not getting on a flight there, buddy. No way. <laughs> they, they're not going. Even just to fly into, the, into a building, they're like, nah, it's too far to go. I'm not getting on that flight. Are you kidding me? So, anyway, this lady, uh, she put on all the clothes. Uh, She was on a girl's trip with her pal uh, and said that she knew her luggage was over the airline's 15 pound limit after she could barely close her bag in the hotel room. Nonetheless, the duo schlepped their oversized load to the airport (laughs) in the hopes that the crew wouldn't have time to check, which proved not to be the case. When we went to board, we saw them pulling out a trolley with a scale. That's when she got the unorthodox idea. We thought the only way that we could take the weight off our bags is if we put it on ourselves. So we started putting all our jackets and coats on, said the gal. I've seen people do this on Spirit, like I said. They think they're like, I don't want to pay the extra bag fika because Spirit, you know, they charge you for everything. They charge you for like a seatbelt. That's why it's just better to fly a regular airline at the end of the day where they don't have these little arbitrary rules. It's amazing they won't let you fly with a 15-pound bag, but you're, they're like, you got knives? Bring them on board. We don't care. We don't even have metal detectors. <laughs> you just walk right up to the terminal here. Look at her. She looks nuts. I mean, that's just an ob- in America. They would have just been like, uh, you're just an obese person flying. Would you like the extra belt? <laughs> As well as layers of jackets and jumpers, I had a baggy trousers on, and I was stuffing T-shirts and my iPad, and then we saw her do that. She looked like fucking, I don't know, she looked like a cop with a body cam with that iPad on her there. By the end, her luggage only had two pairs of shoes, a bag, a pair of jeans, and a couple of socks. I was hysterical. I was laughing so much. Despite the commitment to the hack, it ultimately didn't fly as the airline told them they still had to pay a sixty five dollar fine. Everyone in line was staring at us and laughing at us. It was kind of embarrassing. People were annoyed that we were holding up the plane. If that wasn't humiliating enough, the two bozos were forced to endure an eighty minute flight, cocooned in clothing like an attack dog trainer, as seen in the footage. This is how I'm going to this is how I'm going on the flight, she said in the video. I'm in tears. They said in an Australian voice. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I don't know. The airline is wonky. They don't care if these people come on with bombs. I mean, jeez louise. They're worried about their clothes. I guess at the end of the day, that's how they could hide things. But after hearing that they don't have TSA, basically, I don't know. It's all upside down to me, folks. Seems weird. Here in this t- story, another one from T-Bone. This one I found very interesting. A woman had a two-year sexual relationship. This is a dating story. (laughs) A woman had a two-year sexual relationship with a female victim she tricked into believing she was a man. (laughs) This is kind of (laughs) hot. Oh, is that the one? I mean, she could trick a lot of people, I would imagine, that way. She's not doing too much. I thought it was going to be like a she's all that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not at all. We, we're sure. We're sure that's a trick, huh? All right. At, the, at this point, the woman should have been like close enough. You know, I don't know. Uh, the complainant had sex twice with Blade Silvano. What a name. They met on a dating site called Plenty of Fish. If you're on Plenty of Fish, folks, let me tell you, as a guy who's drudged the bottom of the sea as far as dating and everything goes plenty of fish is for homeless people and (laughs) mentally ill people i mean you're not getting unless you just want to fuck a woman who needs a warm place to sleep you shouldn't go on plenty of fish (laughs) if you want if if you got extra canned goods in your cupboard and you want to get your dick sucked then you go on plenty of fish (laughs) This woman was even planning on marrying the 40-year-old until discovering her partner was actually a woman. I mean, I would have been like, egats. You don't say. I mean, she could have got away with it forever with me. It took two years? Oh, my Lord. And they only had sex twice in two years?
0: Yeah, she got away with it twice.
1: She's like, well, I had to get over the fact that they were an ugly man first, and then I had sex with them twice, and then I was like, wait a minute a woman, does this person have a penis? That's what I'm curious about. Cambridge Crown Court heard the pair met in 2016 when Silvano posted on the site claiming she was a man looking for a woman. They met in person in December that year and kissed before having sexual intercourse on two separate occasions. But Silvano allegedly used an unknown item during sex to penetrate the woman. Ah, always had on T-shirts and boxers. Ah, an apparatus was used. Unknown item, it's a dildo. I mean it wasn't like she was using a curling iron or some (laughs) shit. Did it feel like a dildo? (laughs) Probably was one.
0: She's using her cane.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Is that a cane? Oh lord. Oh my lord! (laughs) Oh my lord. It's to hide the fact that she has a vagina. The alleged victim, that's, I have to walk with this King's, my penis is so heavy. (laughs) The alleged victim only discovered her true identity two years later when her contacts synced on a new Facebook account. That's the second story that has been doused by contact syncing. Don't sync your contacts, folks. That's the message here. That's the message of the day. That's going to be a roach tenant. Keep your contacts unsynced. Otherwise, you're getting in trouble. It revealed a different surname for Silvano. She today still referred to the defendant as a he, adding, I've only known Blade as a man. The woman denied telling Silvano her sexual fantasy was to have sex with a woman and said she did not identify as bisexual on her dating profile. Deborah White, defending, also claimed the surname Mendez, which Silvano used during the relationship was a part of the fantasy and was chosen because it was the surname of a football player. Mm. the lawyer also claimed the pair never met in the flesh and all their communication took place on the phone which the complainant denied it wasn't a real relationship it was an opportunity to explore another part of her character the communication was a role play fantasy the alleged victim responded it felt very real when emotions got involved I was not acting on my behalf so then why does it matter that she's a woman that's what I want to know she looks pretty manly to me and uh, I think you could kind of just go because eh. here's the thing I have said this time and time again We're getting so elaborate with these surgeries. Some of these doctors are artists. And if a woman made me fall in love with her and then we had sex and I found out she was a guy, I'd kind of be like, you got me. I mean, I'm in love with you. (laughs) You're hot. Whoever made this is a genius. I want them to win awards. You know what I mean? These doctors, they should be getting like, Awards in the Smithsonian or whatever, you know, like a, in an art gallery or something. I mean, they are doing true, wondrous work. And, it's, and if it dupes you, you should just accept that and be like, well, hey, <laughs> you got me. I'm all aboard. This one, I don't know that a doctor did this necessarily. I think nature and God did most of it. But, uh, you know, she's convincing is all I'm saying. So who cares at the end of the day? Silvano of Bishop's Castle... This is some more UK shit, or I'd assume, right? Not Australia. She lives in Bishop's Castle in Srofia. She denies two counts of assault by penetration. That's what they're getting her on. You penetrated the lady with your, I assume, cane. Oh, my Lord. It's really just more mind-boggling that the woman saw this and was like, this man is for me. Even if it was a man, let's just say that it was a man the whole time with a real penis. I'm still not going, like, ooh la la. (laughs) You know? Oh, boy. We've seen a few like her, though. It's not mince words. Speaking of (laughs) handicaps, this next story is entitled Wheelchair Pranksters. And I think this is another T-Bone number. Disturbing videos show a group of high school students mocking a Louisiana teen with cerebral palsy while riding around on his motorized wheelchair, which they swiped as a part of a sick prank. Now, why is this happening? There's a rash of these. We saw Daniel Briere's kid did the same thing, stole a wheelchair, threw it down the stairs. Leave the wheelchairs alone. I don't know. I mean, I see a lot of people wearing fake glasses out there. You know, they wear them to look stylish. And I kind of get, you know, I got a little annoyed because I don't want to wear these fucking things 24-7. And so I thought, what if I just got a wheelchair? Would that be appropriating? Because they're appropriating my handicap. So why can't I just buy a wheelchair and just be like, I don't want to walk today. You know, I get a straw, (laughs) blow myself around. Why not? Why can't I? If I can afford it, I can buy an electrical bike. Why can't I buy an electrical wheelchair? So maybe that's what we got to do. We just got to make wheelchairs more... I don't know what's the word like uh, accessible for everyone. We all should just get wheelchairs.
0: Just go to Walmart. Do they have them? They got the electric ones.
1: Yeah, but those are the <laughs> ones you put a quarter in them, and then they like well, if you get too far away, they don't work you can anymore. You get
0: like five laps around the store before it dies, I guarantee.
1: Yeah, but I because here's the thing: we stole not a not a wheelchair. When we were kids, we <laughs> stole the electrical. I guess it's like wheelchair adjacent. It was the <laughs> carts that uh, you know old people would use at the grocery store, where they'd sit in them and use them like a like a rascal. Those types yeah, of carts. Yeah, that's what I'm
0: talking about. I guess that's not a wheelchair, but it is a chair with wheels. That right. Moves. That's right. what I'm thinking.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I we stole one of those and we drove it down the street, and it didn't get very far before it died. Then we had to throw it in a bush, but because <laughs> uh, we're going to carry it back, anyhow. <laughs> It's not like we were doing this, though, with, like, a kid with cere- cerebral palsy where we were like, let me borrow that. And then we just drove it down the street till it died. But I think we should be able to, like, uh, you know, I want to see. I want I want the, like, slickest wheelchair. That would be, like, pretty sick, actually, if you got, like, the smoke. What, show me, like, the most expensive, souped-up wheelchair. I'm going to buy one. <laughs> And then I'm just going to ha- I'm just going to like go get around that way. I'm gonna, like going to the grocery store zzz, and people will be like, you know, opening doors for me. Oh, people be will be cool like lunch. treating me like I'm a god you pull up and the they night. have no idea. Then I just get out and I'm like, hey, hey, what's up, Jeff? <laughs> How you doing? Is that a wheelchair? Yeah. See, now know. that's a little I mean, that's it's just a little like, like killdozer. Vibes yeah, there. that's like you're going to that's you're becoming one with the machines in that case. So these are just like ones that are like specifically pimped out. I didn't know if there was like six
0: series. I
1: I, I, I didn't know if there was. That's what I was going to ask. I didn't know if these were just like these are tricked out by their user or their families. I want one like what's the top of the line right off the factory line. You know what I'm saying. I want that one. Even if it's got a straw or whatever. I don't know. Do they do straws anymore because now you would imagine there's some A.I. or something where they can just like blink and then it will go. I don't know like a Segway. I don't know. We're going to find out. I'm going to do some research. But these gentlemen, you know, we could have prevented this. Maybe they were just concerned or curious as to how it worked while riding around on his motorized wheelchair. One of the clips posted on TikTok and Facebook by the ninth grader Tayshawn Landry's mother shows the boy riding her son's wheelchair in an Abbottville high school hallway strewn with toilet paper. The student makes squealing and slurring sounds. Well, that's not good. You don't want to you don't do that when you're riding in the wheelchair. You should just be like, hello, governor, you know, and tip your cap and things like that. Act like a gentleman. Say you're just giving it a whirl, giving it a bit of a spin. His wheelchair has been in a classroom at the time. The students gained access to the school, according to the official Uh, senior pranks are fun and all, but when you make fun of my disabled kid and his belongings, then it becomes my problem. Yeah, you don't want to piss off a, a mother like that. No, sir. And uh, do we have the video? We have the video, yes. Oh, these are just, oh, those are like fancy. That's,
0: that's what Rob Yeah, we'll go look the at them in the a second. Um, let's see
1: what the let's see what we're dealing with here. Now, I find it interesting. We just saw a picture of uh, Tayshaun Landry, the victim of this crime, yet they block out or blur out the teen who is responsible for it here. You'll see in a second. Why do they blur his face out or hers? I don't... Again, I don't want to misgender. (laughs) See, I can't tell if they're mocking or if they're scared because they're moving so fast on this top-of-the-line wheelchair, you know? But, uh, no, they blur out the face, though, of the person who did it. That seems counterproductive, but I guess they don't want people you know, piling on this child, making a childish mistake. I don't care whose parents got upset, but there will be consequences. I said what I said. Y'all played with the wrong child and the wrong mama. This lady is going to kill you, whoever this becomes, Uh, whoever's problem this is. Cerebral palsy, we know what that is. I was just going to read what cerebral palsy was. I don't want to do that. We know what it is. It's terrible. As a mother, it hurt me to see my son upset and not wanting to go back to school because he took it as people making fun of him because he's different. I was upset. I was mad. I was crying. I tried to stop myself from crying because I wanted to go to the school, and I couldn't. I was just upset, the boy told the news outlets. I don't know what that means necessarily, but here's the thing. Embrace being different. That's what I say. I mean, I want a wheelchair. We're looking at them right now. I'm shopping. I'm jealous. I want my. I want the best one. And uh, I don't know, maybe you don't have the best one. Maybe you just have a cool one, and maybe they just wanted to ride it. And be like, yep, not everyone's as cool as me and can ride around this all day. So take it that way, I would say, to the child. But who am I to say? I get pissed at these wheelchair people, I got to tell you. They make me upset sometimes. You know, they're always like boo-hoo, wah-wah. You know, when I go blind, no one's going to have the sympathy for me that they do for the wheelchair people. People are like, look at this blind idiot walking around running into shit. <laughs> I ran into a screen door the other day, and everyone laughed. No one even a little bit concerned. Oh, did I hurt my leg? No one cared. They weren't like, oh, that sucks. They were like, ha, 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 ha. Now, would my mom go in there, you think? No, not even for a fucking second. Not even once. Well, how many fingers am I holding up? You wouldn't do that to that kid. You wouldn't be like, oh, nice wheels. Beep That's right, time to talk about sports, people who run and things like that. uh Phillies we talked about the Phillies last week and uh how what a wonderful video we saw of one woman who was absolutely gorgeous. Grinding on top of what we discovered was another woman. And boy, oh boy, was it just a sight for sore eyes. That's what I got to say. I mean, it was really, truly something. Well, more evidence is coming out. And there's a blog that came to me. Fernando sent this in. First time Roach reporter, I do believe, is what he said. And uh, it says what everyone got wrong about the Phillies video. Who knew a day at the ballpark would lead to this? Do we have the video from last week? Can you pull it up? So people we can refresh people what we're discussing about. The internet is buzzing about a viral Phillies fan who stole the spotlight in the stands, revealing her bra under a tiny tank top in short shorts during the Philly, uh, during the Phillies 2-1 win over the Toronto Blue Jays. The woman the woman who was filmed appearing uh, or was filmed appearing to dance on someone's lap in the upper deck at Philly Citizen Park, uh, Bank Park has been identified as Adrian Fabi. We did that. We identified her. Good job, Rob. That's according to OutKick and Rob, for the record.
2: <laughs>
1: Fabi seems to be embracing her internet fame. According to OutKick, Fabi shared a PDA photo with her female friend at the game and addressed one misconception about the viral video. Everyone following me because of that video thinks I was seducing a man. Laugh emojis. No, just bestie. Well, we... We're on top of that well before the internet. And I'm not going to lie, I had no idea because I can't see. And so it took the team here to discuss that, and we went through the sleuthing. So everyone got this wrong, but I wanted to point out that we got it right here at the Roach Motel on the Josh Potter Show. That's right, only accurate news when it comes to women who look like that, at the very least, I'll tell you that. You know, only the best, only the keenest eye if you will she also reposted a headline about her viral dance at the Phillies game and wrote bro I'm so gagged like I was really just having fun I don't know what that means. in a separate <laughs> post which included a selfie in her holding a surfside iced tea vodka drink she added all the moms hate me here she is a self-described hot mess Oh well maybe I should DM her according to the bio on her Instagram page the outlet reported belongs to her the 24 year old she celebrated her Jordan year Oh, her 23 year old, excuse me. So her Jordan year would be she's 23. On Thursday, the brunette shared a photo posing in the stands of the game where she wore a Phillies shirt over a sultry ensemble. Your favorite bimbo, go Eagles, she wrote on Instagram. Wrong sport, man. Users in the comment section referred to the viral video with some mentioning how fast she blew up on the internet. She only has 23 posts on Instagram, which include mostly traveling photos and bikini snaps. She enjoys traveling. This sounds now like sh- it's manufactured. <laughs> Like, she's getting ready to gear up to be some sort of influencer, and she already had this in the bag. She's like, just one video is going to go viral. I'll be all set. She spends a lot of time in Philadelphia, according to Instagram, and she has a number of tattoos, including roses, ink her. T- all right, the guy's getting creepy here in the article. <laughs> we didn't need an autopsy on the lady. She's Louise. But I thought that was interesting, and I'm glad that we got things right here, and we're going to strive to continue to do that moving forward. Now, this one, another one from T-Bone. God bless you, T-Bone. You sent in a whole shit ton of things. Although I did get this one from a few others out there. It is about a Denver Bronco quarterback that's not Cecil Wilson. Of course, Russell Wilson, the quarterback of the Denver Broncos, going into his second year and hopefully a less sort of calamity of a year. They've got a new coach, Sean Payton, who already fired all of Russell Wilson's employees that he had separate from the team. There were guys, Russell Wilson's personal coach had his own office. I mean, it was a real shit show in Denver last year. So Sean Payton, who's won Super Bowls with the New Orleans Saints, won Super Bowl, uh, he is trying to clean things up. And they brought in a new backup quarterback, Ben DiNucci, who uh, is most famous for playing for the Dallas Cowboys in games where you go, who the hell's starting for the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> ben DiNucci? Who the fuck's that? Did he just deliver my pizza to me? I mean, everyone was like, who the fuck's Ben DiNucci? And then he balls out. And you, I love stories like that. You're like, fucking Ben DiNucci just beat whomever? You know, that's crazy. He won a couple of games. So they signed the quarterback, Ben DiNucci, to the roster to add depth to the position behind Russell Wilson. So Denucci, he was uh, getting some playing time with the Cowboys a few years ago, as I mentioned. Then he went to the XFL. He was playing for the Seattle Sea Dragons of the XFL. And he kind of found his way back to camp, back into the NFL, with a new coach, Sean Payton, as I mentioned. And now the owner of the uh, the new CEO and owner of the Broncos is also the chairman of Walmart. His name is Greg Penner. So uh, upon them you know, arriving to camp, Denucci was out there doing some drills, throwing some balls. Unfortunately for Ben DiNucci, he threw his first interception to third-round draft pick Drew Sanders. And uh, and there was more to that interception if you looked at it. It was a good play by Sanders. It was right in front of Greg Penner, this according to Sean Payton. I was telling Greg before practice how this Ben DiNucci was doing well. I told Ben, I said, you know, he owns Walmart. If it doesn't work out here, I'm sure there's a greeting opportunity somewhere at one of his local stores. You know, that wouldn't necessarily cut so deep. It would be a funny joke if Ben DiNucci wasn't a sliver away from actually having to do that. You know, <laughs> Ben DiNucci is just like one, you know, salary cap adjustment away from literally having to work at a grocery store or something. So Ben DiNucci probably is like going to get the yips now. So let us it's just something to keep an eye on. And here's the fun part, though, folks. The reason I wanted to bring up Ben DiNucci even more is because he's going to be backing up Russell Wilson. Say Russell Wilson has another shit year and Ben DiNucci saves the day. You remember where you heard about Ben DiNucci first? Right here on the Roach Motel. Keep an eye on that Ben DiNucci waiting in the wings for Russell Wilson to
2: fuck up, which very
1: (laughs) well could happen. But I had a hot take on the sports I forgot to bring up before I wanted to lead off with it. The NBA playoffs are horseshit. I mean, they've been horseshit the whole fucking time. I'm trying so hard. I've gotten, you know, guests on this program berate me about the NBA and how I should watch it in its top-tier sport. It has been blowout upon blowout and just snooze fest. Oh, I could watch Joe Chick just score a billion points against the Lakers, or I can watch the Boston Celtics not even try. I mean, what are we doing? This is the conference finals. In the NHL, the Las Vegas Knights against the Dallas Stars, both games have gone to overtime, and one of them went to, like, five. I mean, it's crazy. They're playing, like, till four in the morning, like, three games in one. It's nuts. And everyone's like, "Oh, the NHL playoffs, man, real snooze. I'm like, what are you watching? I don't understand. The, the NBA playoffs... Even the fucking broadcasters on Inside the NBA last night were like, this is embarrassing. Can we quit, too? Can we just stop trying? Because this was awful. And they basically did. They just stopped trying, and it's Charles Barkley just being funny, which is cool. I'll take that all day long. But geez louise. Speaking of uh, basketball, though, moving on to the WNBA, not something you'll hear often on any sports program, let alone this one. But this, I thought this was an interesting story because it involves, you know, sort of some old-school mentality mixed with a bit of new-school uh, ideologies, if you will. Uh, this woman is a coach. Her name is uh, De'Erica Hamby. Now, forgive me for not being familiar with any of the parties involved in this story. Uh, she is the Aces coach of the WNBA, and the WNBA suspended her on Tuesday last week for two games without pay for comments she allegedly made uh, to Hamby. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. The coach's name is Becky Hammond. And she made comments to Dierica Hamby, a player on the team, about her pregnancy that violated league and team respect in the workplace po- uh, policies. Now, I wonder what those could be. They cited bullying here. A a months-long investigation stemming from uh, Hamby's allegations of bullying and discrimination also resulted in the Aces losing their 2025 first-round draft pick because of impermissible player benefits connected to the contract extension she signed. Hamby knew about the punishments Monday, one day after she made her on-court debut as a mother of two in the Sparks preseason scrimmage on Mother's Day. With the spark season opener set for Friday, the two-time All-Star was relieved to close this chapter. I kind of want to move forward and focus on where I am today. I'm healthy. I'm happy. My son is healthy, and I'm playing basketball this season. I just want to move forward. What did she say? I want to know. Because here's the thing. It's sports. Like, if I, I mean, I if bullying is a thing in sports, every coach in the history of my life should be in jail. At this point. Do you know what I'm saying? It's sports. I mean, if you're going to cry about bullying, you sound like a chick. (laughs) And I get it. You are. But you want us to watch the I'm you know what I'm saying? It's (laughs) uh, it puts my brain in a pretzel because it's like, oh, wait, there's still girls. So they are going to get like if there's no chance in the NBA, if a coach, I mean, Ben Simmons basically was bullied out of the fucking league. I mean, the guy's probably never going to play again. He has like mental illness problems. He, He like sat out for seasons because of like depression and shit. You don't think that guy's getting bullied. He's getting shit talked up and down and he can't. I mean, sure, they're always like we have to end the stigmatism against mental illness. But, you know, in the fucking locker room, they're like nut up Ben Simmons you fucking dipshit you know they're really up his ass I'm sure so let's see what it was so bad that this caused a year long investigation and a team losing their first round draft pick she was just probably like hey did you did you eat a basketball what if it's just something dumb like that some dad jokes oh uh uh good luck dunking like that they can't dunk anyway who am I kidding I can't even come up with a good bullying for a fucking WNBA person uh Moving forward in this article, it's got everything about her son that I don't really care about. Uh, her seven year old daughter asked whether the trade was because her son legend. Oh, that's funny. She got traded to the Sparks, and uh, the son's like, Did you get traded because of me? And then she cried. We're all crying. She got traded. She's on the Sparks. She went from what? Las Vegas Aces to the LA Sparks? Boo hoo. For my son, he'll be able to see it, meaning her play, I suppose, she said while wiping away tears. I don't think this is the end of it. It's just moving forward, being progressive for working moms, and I think the league has been incredible with it. She can't be the first person to have a child in the WNBA. The woman body is incredible in general. So this coach just probably made some fat jokes is what I'm gathering from all of this. I can't, nothing has come out otherwise. There's also
2: some rumors that it's 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 based off of her being traded and that she said some sort of statement that indicated that that was in fact the case that she had been traded because she was going to get pregnant. She was. Yeah, that's a smart trade. (laughs)
0: But then it also says here like they made the the decision to move her because they could get three bodies in her one concept. Yeah, that's so, like, a smart they said it came trade. Down to, like business and math. She's
1: like, I, mean, hey, I guess technically get this. San Antonio got two. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> the San Antonio. San Antonio Aces. I thought it was Las Vegas for some reason. No, no, no. It's Las Vegas Aces, and then it's San the San Antonio, Antonio Sp- Sp- Sparks. What are the Lakers one? What's the one that's like the Lakers? No, yeah. Los
0: Angeles Sparks. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're the LA Sparks, yeah, right? LA Sparks. And okay. it's San Antonio Aces. Is that what you said?
0: No, Las Vegas Aces. Oh, Los okay. Angeles Sparks.
1: So this sounds like a smart trade. If that's bullying. I don't get it because it's like if a player on a men's team, let's just say it's like you're the coach of the team. You know, in practice, you're like, that ACL is going to go any day now. Let's ship this guy out of here and get a couple of guys. He's not going to be like, you bullied me for my ACL. You know what I mean? Like this woman had insider knowledge. She's like, well, she's going to be pregnant for the next nine months. We might as well trade her. They don't know and then we'll get three people back. I would go up there and brag at a press conference, too. I'd be like, how fucking smart am I? I duped them. (laughs) Now, they got a pregnant bitch that's sitting on the fucking bench for the next nine months, and I got three players. I'm a genius. But, no, they took away her first-round draft pick and suspended her for two games for bullying. That is nonsense. Can't uh, abide such idiocy any longer. But, uh, you know. What are you going to do? It's the WNBA. Still no one cares, despite all of this. And uh, it is it is getting more popular, though. I do give them credit. It's you know, I don't like watching basketball in any regard, but there is like also an equivalent to the WNBA in the NHL. And that's very fun. And I, I always root for that to, like, grow. But it's tough when the NHL has a hard time growing in itself. So now it's like, you know, the WNHL is going to be, you know, lining up in the same sort of scale the way the NBA does with the WNBA. So we'll see. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. I pushed the wrong button. I got to delete that button. I'm going to delete that button ASAP. Well, folks, thank you again to Savvy Sosa and Griff Parker for this wonderful music number for this week's episode. Please to be sending yours in Josh Potter show at gmail.com. Thank you to T-Bone and all the other Roach reporters, Fernando, Shane, who we led things off with earlier. Thank you to Period Pastries for the cake that was up here earlier. Thank you to Kirsten, Alex, Rob. Another fun solo show. Supposed to have a guest this week. She bailed. She'll be back. Don't worry. You're going you're gonna to enjoy it. I'm excited for some guests coming up in the future. So keep your eyes and ears peeled and keep you know, subscribing or whatever it is, hit that bell. I notice when people, when I subscribe to a YouTube channel, sometimes I don't hit that bell and I don't even feel like I am to subscribe. So do that. Hit the bell. Hit subscribe on YouTube. If you're on iTunes or what have you, make sure you leave a review. Leave five stars. If you already did it, do it again because it means the world to me. So I appreciate it very much. And if you want to come see me live, Poughkeepsie, June 1st, Laugh It Up Comedy Club, June 2nd and 3rd, Saratoga Springs uh, in the comedy works there. So, come buy tickets to those. Gonna be out with Annie a little bit later in June. Got some late summer and fall things I'm gonna announce in the coming weeks that I'm very excited about. More East Coast dates and beyond. But other than that, thank you so much for joining us once again here on The Josh Potter Show, and we will see you next Wednesday. Uh-huh. P&G got suckers on they spin bluffing Send them low, I how we shred that residence Ain't no discussion of it P&G got
2: suckers